The sound grew louder as Mary Lou walked toward the warehouse, but not in volume. There was a vibration in the air, tightness to the voices that rose and fell as one within. It made her cautious, jittery, as she found herself sneaking around the back instead of walking in through the front door as she had planned. A broken window gaped like an open wound in the building's side. Mary Lou ducked beneath it, rising very cautiously to take a peek inside. At first, Mary Lou could only make out the fire, a grand, tall flame twisting at the very center of the empty warehouse, gleaming blue-red as it curled up toward the tall ceiling, a fire hazard if she ever saw one. As her eyes adjusted to the soot-singed light, Mary Lou realized that the shadows flickering in and out of existence against the stained walls were of people dancing. She blinked, her green eyes focusing on the moving shapes. There were at least ten of them, maybe more, all in various states of undress. This close, Mary Lou could hear the song for what it was, too, a chant. And would it not just be lovely if she had stumbled over some sort of Satanistic cult? The song rose in volume again, bits and pieces of the sharp words echoing in the empty space. Give us blood, give us life. Let us feast on the hearts that beat too light. Give us blood, give us life. This skin is fragile. Give us might. Mary Lou listened, half terrified, half enthralled by the grisly beat. Definitely calling the police, she thought, closely followed by, at least they can sing. One of the dancers suddenly halted mid-motion, fell silent. Mary Lou ducked further into the shadows, legs tensing in case she needed to beat a hasty retreat. But the woman didn't look at her, too concentrated on the shaking of her limbs. Mary Lou watched with rising horror as the woman shook and writhed, naked skin visibly trembling with some unseen strain even as her lips split back to reveal a demented grin. One by one, the other dancers joined her bodies bending and twisting in unnatural sharp angles. Mary Lou grabbed for her mobile, wondering if the ambulance will make it on time, wondering if she should make the call at all. And then it happened. The woman, the first of the shaking bodies, seemed to fold into herself and, no, fold out, break and rebuild into a shape so different that it was impossible to comprehend. She screamed as her shoulders bent and twisted, and her chest sunk back into her abdomen, screamed and moaned and laughed as black fur burst into lines down her back. Mary Lou watched, uncomprehendingly, as the woman disappeared and a panther stretched in her place, sleek and dangerous. It happened again. A man twisted into a mountain lion, another flattened into a crocodile, and a woman roared in her new leopard form. There seemed to be a pattern, a mixture of scales and fur, but Mary Lou was too struck by the fact that she had just witnessed humans shift into animals to really pay attention. Within minutes, each and every person had become other, and there was no explanation in sight. Did this qualify as an emergency? Mary Lou considered her phone with a sort of detached amusement. Animal control seemed a more apt place to call than the police at this point. 
Her hands shook. With fright or hysteria, she was not sure. The result, unfortunately, was the same. The phone fell from between her fingers, smacking against the concrete with a loud thump. A dozen or so pairs of slit eyes snapped towards her within a second. Mary Lou indulged in a split-second moment of blind, paralyzing panic. Then she turned and ran, feet smacking loudly against the cracked pavement.